Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pick Up Your Cross Daily Podcast with your host, Trainer Mitch. And as a reminder, I do record most of these, basically all of these episodes in my car on my commute. So that's the background noise that you hear. I have a microphone, but it picks up on the car noise. I'm on the interstate, so usually go pretty fast so that's the background noise but anyways on, on the podcast here uh, I like to share the, the gospel and the message of Jesus which is the good news uh, and why he died on the cross for us and what that cross really means uh, and that his, his sacrifice of himself saved us and save the world and we are basically indebted to his grace for our sins um, and we need to learn learn the story and grow a relationship with Jesus Christ so that we can have a better understanding of the world and of our purpose and what we're supposed to do here on earth um, so for today, we've got a little long-form action for you. Uh, going to be doing a little talk about health and a parable of Jesus. So I think it goes together pretty well. And I also think it's something that might trigger some Christians because of... A lot of things that I see in the world, uh, a lot of churches. So we'll get into it. So, what kind of uh, diet do you follow? What kind of lifestyle do you follow? Are you strict with certain foods? Um, do you eat healthy? Do you eat unhealthy? Uh, Do you even know what that is? Do you know what healthy foods are? Do you know what unhealthy foods are? Where are you at on that spectrum? Do you care about what you put into your body? Do you care about how well your body functions? Do you understand that the food that you eat becomes a part of you, so then therefore you are what you eat to some degree now there's a lot of gurus out there food gurus that uh, they give a lot of credit to food when it comes to health they, they say things like you are what you eat and they give a lot of credit to food right it's like you can heal anything as long as you eat the right foods and you nourish your body you give your body the right nutrients your body will heal Now, I agree with that, but there is more involved than just food. You know, what kind of food are you eating? When are you eating it? Um, How's your digestive health? How's your stress levels? Because if you're stressed out, then it doesn't matter what you eat. Your body's not going to be able to digest it properly. Uh, You won't be able to handle it as well as if you weren't stressed. So handling your stress levels are way more important than your food so 
there's that whole thing. But food and the things that we put into our bodies are very important. And scripture tells us that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit resides within us because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Jesus came to earth, and whenever he came here, if you remember the Pentecost with the disciples, uh, that's when the fire came down on their heads and they could speak in tongues and like all this crazy stuff happened. The wind came through, it was very powerful. Um, that was like, that was the Holy Spirit working and uh, Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. So before, before Jesus, we didn't have the Holy Spirit within us and around us. It was basically all coming from God. Um, now I think the Holy Spirit was definitely working, is involved, but it kind of gets weird when you start to try to, to flesh that out. Because uh, it gets very spiritual and kind of esoteric. But, uh, anyways, the body is a temple, and the Holy Spirit resides in the temple. And now if we go back to the Old Testament, the temples were very, very, very well kept, and they were very clean. There was a very specific procedure that they had to follow, and laws that they had to follow, uh, to keep the temple, uh, maintained and for people to go there so you couldn't actually go to the temple unless you were deemed clean uh, and the laws of Moses lay out like over 600 some laws and um, I don't know how many of them are that determine if you're clean or unclean but there's a whole section in Leviticus about being clean or unclean and what makes you unclean and what you have to do to become clean and if you want to go be with God that day. So if you don't want to go to the temple, that's fine, but if you're going to the temple, you need to be clean. You need to clean yourself of whatever mess that you did today, what, what made you dirty. Clean yourself up, go to the temple. Uh, and they had very restrictive diets. Uh, they had very restrictive lifestyles uh, on Sabbath days. Uh, they had very restrictive things that they could do and could not do. Uh, so they, they lived a very strict life, uh, the Israelites, uh, the people of God, right? The people that were following the laws of Moses lived a very strict, hard lifestyle, you know, if they were living up to their potential. And I feel as though today, we, as Christians, we take a lot of things for granted, we, uh, we don't like to take responsibility for things. And that's people in general, not just Christians, to clarify. Most people, most of us, uh, we don't like responsibility. We don't like personal responsibility for things. We would much rather give that power over to an external source and not from within ourselves. And I see that with religion as well, with Christianity as well. People give everything over to God, which is a good thing, right? But they totally, like, 
don't have any personal responsibility then. And they're just like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. It's all in God's hands. God's going to take care of everything. And I can do... Uh, it doesn't matter what happens. Um, it's all it's all God. And they don't actually ever do anything. Like, yes, we are supposed to give everything over to God. But we are also supposed to co-labor with Him. We don't just be... We, we don't just stay stagnant. And we don't just not do anything. We still have to work. We still have to grow a relationship which takes time, which takes effort. So you still have to do all of those things as a Christian who gives their life over to the Lord. You can't just say, hey God, here's my personal responsibility. It's all your fault now, whether it's good or bad. It's all in your hands. I'll blame you if anything happens. If anything good happens, great. Thank you. If anything bad happens, why did you do that? Why did this happen to me? Blah, blah, blah. I'm a good person. Why'd you let this happen? Right? Oh, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything somebody else's fault so we do that a lot and that goes with literally everything whether we get sick whether we make a mistake whether it's our diet um, whether it's you know our money situation all the things we like to we like to uh, give over our personal responsibility to external sources And that's not a good thing. We have to have the power within our own mind to be able to make the decisions for ourselves and say to ourselves, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And then you actually go do it. Like with physical action, you follow through with your thoughts and the words that you say, which is integrity and which is self-control. So... There's a lot of fruits of the Spirit that get involved with this as well. So if you are producing good fruits, it should be shown in your life, right? And if you're not producing good fruits, chances are you're not living the way that you should be living. You should be producing some type of fruit. Uh, I forget all the fruits of the Spirit, but I want to say it's love, patience, kindness, goodness, Um, self-control, love, or I think I said love already, Um, something else, I forget them all, but they should be present in our lives as we live this out, so if they're not, then we should be asking ourselves some questions, what can I do better, how can I improve my life? How can I take more responsibility of my own health and take action upon it and achieve some type of goal? Because once you achieve something, man, that feels good. And you can create some momentum and you can carry that momentum with you for a long period of time. So to stick with nutrition, for example... 
lot of Christians and churches we see. You know, we roll up to church Sunday morning and uh, they provide us with um, food. You know, before the sermon, you get your coffee, you get your your donuts, your muffins, um, sugary drinks to put in your coffees, creamers, whatever. Um, so it's like, if our body's a temple and we're supposed to be very disciplined as Christians, we're supposed to be different, but yet we're going to consume donuts and drink sugary coffee every week, probably multiple times a week, because because if you're doing it once on Sunday, chances are you're probably eating some other things that aren't that good for you. And, you know, I'd eat a donut. I, I eat donuts here and there. It's not to say that eating donuts is absolutely the worst thing ever, but if it's something that you don't have control over, then that's a whole other different story because fruit of the spirit self-control if you don't have self-control to be like hey you know what you know I had a donut and uh, I'm gonna eat another one there's plenty left everyone else is gonna get some so I, you know if someone has to eat it I might as well be the one to eat it so I'll go get another donut and maybe I'll have another cup of coffee with it you know just because So that would be lacking self-control. Because you don't really need two donuts. You don't really even need one donut. That's like an amazing privilege and uh, a novelty to be able to eat a donut. Israelites and biblical people in in the Bible, they didn't eat donuts. You think they had access to sweet things very often? Maybe some fruit? Some dates? Um, What other fruits are in that area? I don't know. Olives? um, Different foods. But they didn't have access to donuts? Deep fried foods? All of these gluttonous things that we have available to us? Candy? Chocolate? Oreos, Doritos, chips, cookies, candy. And like, that's how we choose to celebrate Easter as well. We're going to buy a bunch of Easter eggs and chocolate and candy and Christmas time. Oh, what's Christmas time? Oh, we're going to eat a bunch of food and a bunch of sugary treats, blah, blah, blah. You know, not to say that this is a bad thing, because I participate in a lot of it. But, what I'm getting at is our personal responsibility. And our heart. And Jesus, the whole time in the gospel, he is pointing to everybody's hearts. And he makes that very, very clear. It's not necessarily what you do, but what's your your motive behind it? 
What's, what's it say in your heart? Because he's always calling out the Pharisees for what they do. Because they, they preach doctrine in the name for their own glory. Because they get glory from, from man and not glory from God. So we should be seeking glory from God. Glorifying your body. Glorifying your health. Glorifying everything in your life to God. Not to man. Not for vanity's sake. Not for any of that. But because of your own personal responsibility to achieve your full potential. Now, what is the parable that we're talking about? Jesus says, It's not what goes into a man that defiles him, but what comes out. And I see a lot of people take this scripture completely out of context and use it to live a life that is not in accordance to their full potential. Oh, it's not what goes into a man's mouth that defiles him. It's what comes out. I can eat the donuts. I can eat the candies. I can eat whatever I want. It's totally fine. No big deal. It's my heart that matters. So again, we're taking away our own personal responsibility and we're disconnecting things in our in our heart to to be gluttonous to do whatever we want right that's not what Jesus is talking about if we get into the nitty gritty of the context of the parable they were t- they were referring to a specific thing and it wasn't about food necessarily it was about the Pharisees said hey why don't your disciples wash their hands before they eat bread and Jesus went into like this long explanation about uh, the Pharisees calling them hypocrites and saying well why don't you honor your mother and father blah 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 and then he later says it's not what goes into a man's mouth that defiles him but what comes out so therefore eating eating bread with unclean hands does not defile a man's heart it's what comes out, it's the actions it's adultery, it's fornication it's um, theft it's uh, he lists off a bunch of different things, I forget what all they are Um, but it's the actions and the words that you speak, because that all comes from within your heart your motives, your intent what's your motive and intent on eating the donut every Sunday morning what's your motive and intent for participating in the Easter egg hunts and eating all the chocolate and the candy and being gluttonous and overeating and doing all the things what's your intent for your body do you have good intentions for your body or do you not care what you look like do you not care how you feel Do you not care about the health of your body, your organs, and how well your heart actually works, and how well your brain actually works? And giving your body enough fuel and protein 
carbs and fats to actually achieve optimal health. Because Jesus went through all the cities and healed people of a lot of diseases. And in today's modern world, our diseases are much different. Our diseases are chronic diseases that are actually because of our own lifestyles that we live. So imagine what Jesus would do if he came here and um, he saw some of these diseases, like um, one of the top ones. Uh, cancer's a big one. That's a little different. There's some things more uh, complicated about cancer. Uh, but there's definitely a lifestyle component to it because certain foods, certain habits uh, will lead to cancer more. Uh, there's a more probable cause there. Uh, heart disease, diabetes, obesity, uh, hypertension, um, lung diseases, which is mostly from smoking. Um, yeah, that's probably the top top five there. So those are all chronic diseases, and a lot of it has to do with your lifestyle. So do you think Jesus, God? would be like, hey, you know, I know that you eat kind of whatever you want and you do whatever you want and you have no real um, awareness of what you're putting into your body and that's why the way that you are, um, I'm going to go ahead and heal you. No, that's not, I mean, yeah, miracles can happen. But it has to do with your heart. So if you if you if your heart is not aligned with your body and your mind, there's gonna be a lot of issues in your life and and you have to be very clear with what you are doing. And what you are saying and your actions so that you can achieve optimal health. Because I feel very strongly that Jesus isn't going to heal you because of your lifestyle habits that you choose. That's the path that you chose to go down. And Jesus isn't going to reward you for that. I feel very strongly that that's a thing. So again, it's not what goes into a man's mouth that defiles him, but it's what comes out. So we can't use that scripture against ourselves to not be accountable to be better in every way, shape, or form. And I see it all the time. I see it, I mean, I gave a few examples already in the Christian community about what we do with our with our health. We disregard it. It's like, ah, it doesn't matter. This body's temporary. Nothing really matters. I'm going to heaven. I'll eat whatever I want. We can't have that attitude. We're not like we have to be accountable here on earth as a human being to glorify God in every way that we can, and that includes your body, your temple 
You think God's going to be very proud of your temple? If it looks a certain way? Like in a bad way? No. We have to be better than that. We have to have more accountability. And I know that might be harsh in a lot of ways, but everyone makes their own choices. And in today's world, there's a lot of information out there that we can have knowledge of how to lose weight or how to be healthy. What type of foods are good for this? What type of foods are good for that? How can I um, prevent these diseases? What can I learn about the health of my body? How does my body function? Science has come a very long way. We know a lot of things about how the body works and how to properly fuel it and how to properly optimize it and how to tune back into nature and how um, getting outside is very important for our health. Uh, I would say that's probably one of the biggest components of, of the health story is getting tuned in back with nature. So just keep that in mind with how we live our lives as Christians. And if we want to be the example like Jesus was for us and that we need to be for other people, then we need to live a very disciplined life. And that means your diet. That means exercise. That means get proper sleep. That means get outside and get sunlight and be be healthy and read the Bible and pray and meditate and all the things. So we are called to be different. We're not called to be lazy. There's no excuses for laziness, especially in today's world. We have everything at our fingertips, unlimited information. So I know that was kind of harsh, but sometimes we need some tough love. And uh, I think Jesus would definitely give you some tough love. But with that being said, that's all I have for today. So I hope you enjoyed the topic. And uh, thanks for listening. And I will see you next time.